Yeah, yeah, what's going on, everybody? Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Keep Your Crown of Crowncast. My name is J.R. Morris, a.k.a. Kyle the Conductor. Thank you so much for joining us today. It really means a lot. It really does. Because you didn't have to listen. You didn't have to take the time to do this. But you did, and I appreciate that. I also appreciate Royal Pieces, our official sponsor, for sponsoring this episode and every episode. Make sure you check them out. Royal Pieces is Royal P-E-A-C-E-S. It's wearable art formations that reflect your royalty within. Check them out. Also, on the end to today's show, today's show, I decided to um, just share some things that were in my heart and my soul. I haven't necessarily been feeling the best, and I think that those who know me well can see the signs. But um, those who are just getting to know me or just starting to learn me are realizing that I wear this mask pretty well. And um, it's not easy being Mr. Positive. It's not easy um, being in spaces where people remember you for a lot of good. People that you didn't know were watching you are watching you and know a lot about you. But it just makes you feel even more fake. It could be the imposter syndrome. It could be other things, but... I do know that I just feel how I feel and I can't always control it. I've been wanting to cry a lot lately and I haven't been able to. I've been wanting to um, to just, I don't know, loathe and sit and soak. But I've been doing so well professionally and um Personally, I guess with, you know, like interpersonally, but not intrapersonally. And um, I feel like I'm I'm closer and closer every day to to greatness. And maybe that's what's scaring me. These are some things I probably got to share with my therapist. But in the meantime, between time, I'm happy that you're listening. So this first piece I'm going to share with y'all is something I wrote when I searched the word hurt. Um, it came up from what's the date on this January 21st at 3:56 a.m. I'm sorry January 21st 2018 at 3:56 a.m. and it's right after a night of um I mean for the sake of transparency so that's why I seem to be going anyway with this I was uh I was drunk and I remember just being emotionally abusive to the people that I love and care about and going down the route of self-sabotage. I mean, if it was January, I definitely was still feeling um, the seasonal depression that I find myself in every year. And I'm only now realizing that it's not just November through January or maybe December through January. It happens again May through June pretty consistently based on looking at my notes from previous years. I have these extreme highs like graduation or May weekend or whatever else going on. But then I have these lows. And yeah, it's pretty seasonal. It's pretty cyclical. But um, yeah, so I wrote this piece right after uh, being an a-hole to those that I love and having to uh, face myself. I remember pacing back and forth in the hallway just just stuck you know it's like I was just I was stuck I remember just writing down my thoughts and going back and forth and at one end of the hallway was a mirror at the other end of the hallway was my friends or associates but at least 
couple people that I would consider family and one that I definitely love. And I just didn't want to leave that hallway because I had just woke up, I think, and I think I had to be reminded of, of how the night went before. And I wish that that was the last time that it happened, but it wasn't. But anyway, here's this piece. So I hope you guys enjoy it. I've been pacing back and forth for what feels like days. Eyes locked on my phone, typing my thoughts down, tap after tap, self-righteousness and self-pity. Sunflower seed out, clack onto the screen, tap after tap. I harp on the negativity, cocooned by insecurities, unable to metamorph into who I'm supposed to be. I know it. I know that if I step into my power, I'll transform into my final form, ever evolving, I know. But at the moment, I'm allowing these chains to hold me down. That's Prometheus on the mountain. The evil eagle that swoops in and claws through my flesh until my liver has been consumed. But because I'm a god, it grows back. The insecurities regenerate every day, step after step. I empty the pain of our past onto the floor like a toy chest of a toddler. Sift through what I want to play with and use the rest for my destruction. Trapped in the man box with a lock made of self-hate. I escape on this screen, literally leaving the room. Man in the cocoon, too afraid to look up because on one end of the hall, there's my friends, my family, my queen. I'd have to face them. I'd have to I'd have to engage, transfer energy, risk making eye contact, risk of being seen, exposed on the opposite end of the hallway is a mirror. I'd have to face myself. I have to engage, transfer energy, risk making eye contact, risk of being seen, exposed. I'm afraid I'm afraid that I would I would notice the imperfections in my character because I have access to every wrong that I've knowingly done at my disposal. See, I see past my accomplishments. I see past my light. Drop down notification. Distraction. Good. I was I was almost thinking of looking in the mirror. Uh, a part of me wants to to loathe in my lovelessness and cut into my character. Step after step, I walk closer to the ledge, debating if the impact I leave will be greater on the sidewalk of self-consciousness or on the edge of emotion and doubt. Those feelings I'm not allowed to express, only allowed to emote when I click the remote and am controlled by the puppet master of hypermasculinity. Nose long from saying I'm okay every time they ask. Lie after lie, I need to be strong enough for them to come to me so I can hold them up because if they know I get jumped into depression, anxiety, and PTSD, I fear they would see my full body casted in my pain and insecurities. They won't lean on my fragility. So I gotta thug it out. I gotta walk it off. See, I'm expected to walk off a broken soul, but I'm granted a crutch for a broken leg. But I need time to heal. I need to, I need to look to my team, turn to God, see the God in me, seek therapy, see there's nothing wrong with that. Stop pacing and go into the room, but first take a look at myself and see the light, my love, my royalty, jump off of the ledge and splat onto the sidewalk of self-love and they're going to have to scrape me off. Pieces of me will land on the people around me, the people in that room, friends, family, people who, who love and and love back. See, I had to break out of this cocoon. Crack after crack in my shell. I'll break free. 
truly be able to trust and love the process of change. Stop sleeping on my dreams. Step into my power because it's time to transform. Keep on protecting my light. I have to keep my shine and keep my crown up. Yeah. So, yeah, that's it. That's that was it. Um, you know, what's understood and got to be explained. So after reading that, I um, recorded this next piece, which was just a series of thoughts, streamlining, um, coming down one by one, just whatever came up, came out for the most part. There were some things that I honestly just can't. One can't share out loud with strangers. <laughs> um, most of you are family who listen and friends and those others who listen in other countries. I don't know why you're listening. <laughs> um, may have been an accident, but I mean, either way. Um, definitely don't want to share it with other people. And to be honest, I don't even want to say it out loud because words have too much power. But yeah, you know what? It speaks for itself. So uh, thank you for listening to the Keep the Crown of Crowncast. This is the next drawing. Sometimes I'm not really sure why I'm doing this. It's like I know that I can I can accomplish great things and 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 be people's lives and and, and make them better or or at least temporarily shine light. I know I can. I can make people laugh. I know I can teach people things. I know I can make people happy. I know I can make people, <laughs> you know what? I'm constantly thinking about what I can do for other people, but I'm not thinking about what I can do for myself because honestly, sometimes I don't feel like I'm worth any of the things that worth doing. Honestly, I don't even feel like washing up most of the time because if it were up to me, I wouldn't need to get clean because I wouldn't need to baptize myself because I've already decided to to be a part of this religion, this religion that is not, you know, what I'm not even I'm not even going to go down that route. I'm not even going to speak these things into existence. I'm going to keep them to myself. And sometimes sometimes you know those thoughts that I'm keeping inside that yeah, those are the ones that come across sometimes. And and most times I wish they didn't. But a part of me is so used to self-sabotaging that I'm glad they did. And um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking to myself that, you know, grabbing that drink up off the shelf and taking a sip isn't so bad. And <laughs> it actually feels kind of good. Yeah, it, it tastes pretty sweet. It's a it's a place I'm I've, I've been before. It's it feels great actually. It feels like a place I want to chill at a little bit more often. But see, that's exactly what I'm doing. I'm just chilling. I'm just chilling. I'm not doing anything. I'm chilling. I'm in the fridge. I'm chilling. I'm in that drawer. I'm chilling. I might as well be in a coffin. I don't know. Maybe my thoughts is what I'm getting lost in. And you should feel ever so privileged to be inside of my head to hear what comes out organically and. Nothing's rehearsed and to hear just what comes out, it's somewhat of a curse because the things that are coming up that I don't allow to come out are the things that probably are aligned with pity and self-doubt and I can't shout or scream or yell loud enough because 
what I'm saying inside of my head is already loud enough. It's it echoes. Echoes of the unsaid are constantly ping ponging back and forth in my head like jazz ball back on Windows 95. See, when I was five, when I was five, I lost my innocence. Maybe I was four or three. See, I don't remember. It's all a blur. It's all because of her. But you know what? It's neither here nor there. It is what it is. I have to be the one to face the man in the mirror. And if you're still listening, I appreciate you. And if you're not, that's cool. This isn't meant for everybody anyway. And to be honest, I probably could have kept this inside, but shoot, maybe I'll regret this in the morning. But for right now, I want to share what was going on in my head. And just know that in spite of all of these thoughts, or at least the ones you got to hear, I've been managed and been able to keep my crown up in spite of and because of all of these things. Yeah, so that's that's that. The way I recorded this uh, today was interesting. I started with the pieces and then I went back, the royal pieces, <laughs> and then I went back and um, did the transitions. And we're always transitioning. We're always in between one space and the next, trying to find balance. And sometimes we find things or people or spirits or energy to balance us. And other times we just got to wait and we'll find balance that way. So whether you're talking W-A-I-T or W-E-I-G-H-T, it's... It's important to understand the weight of of our situation, and um, and just know that it'll come. You know, we'll find that balance. But in the meantime, between time, it's not easy. It's not easy to keep our crowns up, and I don't want to front like it is, and I don't want to act like I always have the answers because days like this or nights like this at one ten in the morning, almost one eleven, I don't have the answers, and. Um, just when you think you got it all figured out, life reminds you that you don't. So, but I know that if I wait long enough, I'll see what I'm supposed to see, experience what I'm supposed to experience, and, and it'll all work out, because it always does. But it's just waiting. It's just sitting here feeling empty and full at the same time. It's just not knowing what you're waiting for, not knowing how much heavier this weight will get, not knowing, just not knowing and being okay with that. That's that's why this weight is hard to carry. That's why this weight is hard to do because we know that on the other side of pain is through, but <laughs> how long I gotta wait to get through? <laughs> oh, man. No, it's... Um, Time heals all wounds. But on some real, man, it's just like... I'm tired of feeling it. I'm tired of the healing. It's... It's wild. It's annoying. And I'm tired of waiting. I'm tired of feeling this weight, and I'm... I think I'm gonna call it quits. So...
that's enough of this. That's enough of this episode. Thank you for listening to the Keep Your Crown of Crown cast. My name is J.R. Morris, a.k.a. Kyle the Conductor. Please remember to conduct ourselves more positively so we can conduct the energy in a room more positively and ultimately conduct our people to freedom. And look, I have no fear if your homies ain't there. You can still make beautiful music with the people around you as long as you know how to make the right arrangements. <laughs> That's what conductors do. So please remember to trust the process. Trust your process. Protect your light. Keep your crown up. It's going to be all right. All right. Let's go. Peace.